0: Welcome to the Root & Remedy podcast, where we discuss all things women's health, hormones, fertility, and body confidence. I'm your host, Vanessa, a women's health nutritionist and the co-founder of Root & Remedy Wellness. You can find our membership as well as all other resources at rootandremedywellness.com. Today's episode is all about supplementation because supplements are a very fun and trendy and cool and popular topic, but they're also very overwhelming, confusing, and honestly very misleading. There's a lot of money to be made in supplements and in that industry in general. So this is something that we almost always want to be skeptical of when we say that it's a very, very financially thriving sector of health and wellness. Usually that means that there's not a lot of truth, not a lot of quality, not a lot of people actually doing the right thing or communicating fairly and selling things openly. There is a lot and a lot of manipulation going on in the supplement industry. Everybody's trying to make money. Everybody and their mother is telling you to take a different supplement. How the heck are you supposed to know what supplements are good and what supplements are bad? That's exactly what we're talking about in this episode. And how do you know what's actually worth your money? Because I love you. I don't want you wasting your money on crappy supplements. You've probably done that already, just like myself. And you've been told, okay, you should start taking a multi, start taking vitamin C, start taking a vitamin D or something like that. And you go to the grocery store or to the drugstore, you look at the shelves and you're like, well, there are 400 different options for me right now. I guess I'll basically just like any mini mini mo or close my eyes and pick one. How else am I supposed to know what the heck the difference is? Or maybe I'll just go based on price. I won't take the cheapest one. Won't take the most expensive one. I'll take something in the middle. And the unfortunate part about supplements is that. We have no education. So this episode is going to serve as some of that baseline education so that you feel like you have a lot more confidence when it comes to buying supplements and knowing what your body needs, because it actually very thankfully is pretty straightforward, but there's so much noise and so much garbage in the supplement industry. We have to dispel that right now. To be completely honest and frank, 99% of the supplements you've been told to take or All of these different blends and trends and like silver bullets you've been taught and sold to, honestly, are BS. I'm so sorry. Trust me. I know supplements are fun. You want to believe that a supplement is going to give you the results you're looking for, but supplements are just that. They're supplemental. So yes, they matter, especially when we're correcting something like a nutrient deficiency, but in the grand scheme of things, usually... At like over 90% of the time, a supplement is not going to make or break you. Yes, they're part of a good quality protocol. You should not be spending thousands of dollars a month on supplements. You shouldn't have a laundry list of supplements. But most people do well with a pretty good handful, and I'll get into those in a little bit. But just to give it to you straight, over 90% of the supplements you've been sold or people are talking about or you're seeing trending are not going to do anything for you. So let's talk about what is going to do something for you. And let's just talk about the supplement industry in general. So one of the most important things you need to know about the supplement industry is that it's entirely unregulated. At least it is in North America. I'm not sure about other countries, but here there is zero regulation. So that means if I am a supplement company, I can say, Here's my multivitamin for women over 50 or whatever, or here is my men's fertility supplement or my vitamin C or my vitamin D, whatever I am saying that I'm putting out there. Let's use a multivitamin for example. Here's my women's multi. It has vitamin C, B12, B6, zinc, selenium, magnesium, a bunch of other things. I actually don't have to put in there what I say I put in there. And if I don't do that, if, say, I say it's a multivitamin, but it's really just vitamin C, the whole thing is just a vitamin C pill, no one is coming to give me a fine. No one is coming to give me a slap on the wrist or put me out of business. That is the insidious nature of supplements. They are entirely unregulated. So you have no idea What is actually in that supplement? This is why it's so important for you to be looking at dosages, forms, brands, proof of third-party testing, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But the first thing we need to talk about is a non-negotiable, in my eyes, is proof of third-party testing. And don't worry, supplement companies make it very easy for you because if they're third-party tested, They're going to sing it from the rooftops because they know how rare it is and they know that the supplement industry is unregulated. So they probably have some good integrity and they actually do believe in the quality of their supplements if they are third party tested. That means that they run it through a third party, an unbiased um, company that tests the supplement and actually confirms okay, yes. All of the dosages, all of these different vitamins and minerals are accounted for. This is actually, what, what they're putting on the label is actually what is in the supplement. Unfortunately, that's super rare. To be totally honest, 90% of the supplements you're seeing on the shelves, you will not find any um, third-party testing on there. They might say like award-winning or nature's choice or number one recommended or something like that, but they're not going to say, third-party tested, unless they can actually back up that they are third-party tested. So that's a really important thing for you to look for right from the get-go. If you don't see it on the bottle, that's a red flag because it would usually be on the bottle. It'll say tested for purity or third-party tested or something like that. And if not, you can always go to the website. If I'm ever looking at a supplement, say someone's like, hey, I saw this on TikTok or my friend said she really likes the supplement. What do you think? I will always go on the website and see Do they talk about third party testing in their about page? Do they have a quality section? They should show it to you. And trust me when I say you won't miss it because supplement companies are, if they're going out of their way to spend that additional money, which it is expensive, that's why most companies don't do it. They're trying to make a ton of money and honestly rob you, not actually give you what they say is in the supplement. But if they're going to go out of their way to spend this money and get that third party testing done and show that proof, They're going to advertise it like nobody's business. So a few things when it comes to the overall purity and the quality. At the beginning, I used to say, all right, when you're shopping for supplements, look for this, 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 and this. At the beginning of my practice, when I kind of first started out working with clients, but now I find it a lot more effective to give companies that you can trust. Because just like when I talk about like beauty and skincare and things like that, it really is not realistic for me to give you a list of 50 ingredients that you need to look on the back of every single skincare product to know if it's clean. Instead, I can say, shop from these 15 brands or these 10 brands are like for sure really good quality. You can pretty much find everything you need with these 10 brands. I like to do the same thing with supplementation. So in the show notes below this episode, you'll see a link to all of my favorite supplement companies, ones that are actually worth their salt. I'll tell you a few things right off the bat. I'll give a mention to a few that are my absolute favorite that I trust with my life, that I I purchase from, that I recommend to my clients. Number one is Thorn, Thorn Research. They are unbelievable. They're so good. A lot of their formulations, I actually don't see anywhere else when it comes to the quality, the purity, the dosage, the forms that their nutrients are in. I can almost always, if not, yeah, always trust Thorn. I always, love to use things like their prenatal. I use their two-a-day multi, for example. You can get iron from them. You can get pretty much anything you need from them. Another great uh, supplement company which may surprise you is Athletic Greens. This is honestly the only one that I have ever seen be like an influencer company and like getting really trendy. Like usually the good quality companies, they're not paying these influencers to talk about their company because they're legit. Whereas most of the people talking about Herbalife and all these other random companies are usually BS and they're trying to get their name out there and they're trying to get on all these trendy pages, but they're not actually good quality supplements. Athletic Greens genuinely is. And honestly, I was just as surprised as you are to hear this, but I knew, I knew they were good. Number one, when I looked at their formulation. Number two, when I saw they had proof of third party testing. And number three, when my main man, Andrew Huberman, was talking about them on his podcast. I trust Andrew Huberman with my goddamn life, y'all. If you do not listen to the Huberman Lab podcast, get on that. Not only is he unbelievably handsome and you'll probably fall in love with him. I know I have. Andrew Huberman, call me if you're single. I know you have like a wife and stuff, but if it goes south, call me. But you will get amazing information. He is very, very trustworthy and really, really reputable when it comes to supplementation. So Thorn and Athletic Greens are amazing. Athletic Greens is basically just like a, a general multi. I love it, I find it actually tastes pretty good. And it's just a greens powder, so it replaces a multivitamin and actually a probiotic in your regular supplementation protocol. So I know it is more expensive but than a typical multi you'd find at like the drugstore or something, but it is actually totally worth it, IMO. Another company I absolutely love is called Pure Encapsulations their magnesium is my ride or die. Magnesium is glycinate. We'll get into all of these different supplements in a minute. I'm going to tell you a supplement protocol that most people do pretty well with, but I'm just trying to give you some ideas of supplement companies that you can trust. I would say those are probably my top three. I would also add in Designs for Health as a fourth one. They are a Canadian company. I love them so much. Their formulations are badass. I use them in my practice every single day and they're really, really high quality. So I have a longer list List in the show notes below this episode, but you can start with these few companies. At the very least, start looking at them. This isn't like a sponsored podcast. I'm not affiliated with them in any way. I just want to give you the real deal and tell you what I actually love and what I use in my practice, what I use myself. So now that you know that supplements are something that you need to be considering when it comes to the quality and the purity, and that not all supplements on the shelves are created equal. It is a red flag if you can get your supplements at Dollarama, okay? Or some kind of dollar store. I got to say it because the amount of times I've seen Nature's Bounty or Jameson or some of these random ass companies in a cheap literal dollar store and I see people adding to cart, they're putting them in their basket and I'm like, no, there's a reason why they're at Dollarama. But The thing is that people don't know. How are you supposed to know that supplements are unregulated? Who is telling you this? No one except me right now. So now you know better. Please do not buy your supplements at Dollarama. Buy your supplements either online or from a health food store. Also very rare for you to find a good quality supplement at a general grocery store or at a general drugstore. Most of those are crap. So sorry. If you already have them flush them down the toilet, put them in the garbage, do something with them, because I guarantee they don't actually have what they say they have, or even if they do have the vitamins and minerals they say they do, they're probably in really crappy forms. And that brings us into point number two. Number one was talking about how unregulated the industry is, so you really need to be on red alert. It's your job to do the homework and to know what to buy. Number two is that you need to look at the forms that the vitamins and minerals are in, because... One way they get you is with no regulation. So, for example, they literally did a test with a big name company. They took their multivitamin, they ran it through third party testing, and they found out it was literally a vitamin C pill. Like, that's it. That's all that was in there. So, that story I was telling you before was not made up. They did that. And that's the shady shit that's going on behind the scenes. But again, no one is penalizing them for it because technically they're not doing anything wrong. But you bet your bottom dollar a lot of people are taking that supplement thinking they're getting their daily multi and that just ain't it. So number one, poor regulation. But number two is that vitamins and minerals come in a lot of different forms. So for example, magnesium, something that we're going to talk about in a little bit, because if you're not on that magnesium game... Promise you it'll change your goddamn life. Magnesium is the shiz. It's so good. Take it before bed. We'll talk about different forms in a second, but oh, I love my magnesium. I have to tell you that. So magnesium, you go to the store and you see the magnesium section. There's probably 40 different kinds. And that's because there is magnesium bisglycinate, magnesium threonate, there's magnesium oxide, magnesium citrate, magnesium malate. There's a ton of different types of magnesium. And that's just one example. This basically goes for every other vitamin and mineral. There's different forms that they can come in. What we're looking for is a form that is called bioavailable. That means that your body recognizes it. Your body and your cells are like, ooh, yes, I've seen that nutrient before. I know the form of that nutrient. It's probably naturally found in nature, for example, in natural whole food forms. So in that case, your body knows what to do with it. You're clear. This is great. However, most supplement companies, especially the cheaper ones, will have synthetic forms of these nutrients. That means that your body either doesn't absorb it at all and is literally like, I don't know what that is. I'm going to pee it out or I'm going to poop it out. Like, I don't know what's going on. Or it's going to absorb a fraction of that nutrient. But if it says it's giving you 15 milligrams, maybe you absorb three. So you really want to consider that as well. So, Number one thing is going to be looking for that third-party testing because we don't care what they say on the bottle if they don't have the proof that it actually is what they say it is. But number two is you're looking at the nutrient forms. And again, this is why I don't give you a list of, okay, look at all of your vitamins and minerals and make sure they're these ones and not those ones. I give you companies that are actually good quality that are going to put them in absorbable forms because that's what they do. They're good quality supplement companies. And that's the most important thing. So for example, magnesium. If I ever see magnesium oxide, I know it's a crappy supplement. Magnesium oxide is not an absorbable form of magnesium. It's not a good quality form of magnesium. I know that, but the average consumer wouldn't know that. When I first started taking magnesium, I didn't know that. But what we're actually looking for is magnesium glycinate or magnesium threonate. Or sometimes if you're a little constipated, you can use magnesium citrate as a tool. But Almost always are we going to look for magnesium glycinate or bisglycinate, and that's the supplement we want to take. For example, Pure Encapsulations has a magnesium glycinate. If my ride or die before bed, it'll help you sleep. Amazingly, fall asleep, stay asleep, wake up feeling rested. We'll talk about that in a minute, but that is something, and just like a general example, but you're gonna multiply that across all other vitamins and minerals. So this goes for zinc, selenium, iron, all of these different types. If you're not buying the proper form and in the proper dosage, which is number three, then you're wasting your money, you're wasting your time, and it's just not worth it. So let's talk a minute about dosaging. In a supplement, again, this is why we don't give you a list because you're not going to go through every single supplement and be like, oh, is it the right dosage? How am I supposed to know? In a typical supplement, they're going to give you a general amount. For example, in your vitamin Bs, so if you were to take a B-complex or B12, you're going to see like 10,000% of your RDA. And RDA means Recommended Daily Allowance. A note on the RDA, it isn't necessarily what's optimal, it's what you need to avoid deficiency. So when we're talking about your B vitamins, let's just stay on this example and run down this road, you're getting like thousands and thousands over the recommended RDA because your body can pee out what you don't need. So they pump a lot more in there, assuming you're obviously not gonna absorb every single uh, milligram of it, and you're gonna pee out a lot. Side note, this is why if you take a multi or a B vitamin, your pee turns neon yellow. You're not broken. Your body's not broken. You're not sick. It's just a natural thing that happens when you take a B complex. I think that's vitamin B2. That makes your pee really neon. can also make it smell a little bit. But back to the point of your B vitamins. The dosaging can kind of look crazy. So again, this is why we talk and focus on quality supplement companies because they've done the research of the dosaging that you need. And sometimes this varies slightly because if you're taking a general multi, of course, it's all in one more or less. So something like athletic greens or the thorn prenatal, if you're trying to get pregnant or the thorn two a day nutrients, like basic nutrients, that third general multi that I love, those are all going to be set for you. However, something like a vitamin D that you'll need to take usually on the side or something like an omega-3 or a magnesium, that is something that you're going to dosage yourself and you're going to have to dose appropriately depending on what your u- unique individual needs are. So this is where we like to get some blood work done or you can work with a practitioner or you can track your food on a tool like chronometer. This is essentially a food tracker tool that you can use. It's a software and yes, it's tedious AF. I totally understand. but after a week or two weeks of tracking, be tedious for like literally two weeks. It'll be very, very helpful. You can look at not only your protein, fat, carbohydrates, your overall calories, but it also breaks down all of your micronutrients. So all of your vitamins, all of your minerals, all of your fats, proteins. So you can see, wow, I do not get any iron or any vitamin D, or I'm super low on my vitamin C, for example. And you can take a look at maybe some natural food sources to help you increase those amounts. But then that also helps you with your supplement protocol saying, okay, wow, I probably need a lot more vitamin D. So if I'm not getting it through my food, Am I getting it through sunlight? If I'm not getting it through sunlight, then I know, okay, I got to get my blood work done or I can pretty much tell that I'm going to need to supplement with vitamin D. Let me talk to someone so that I know how much I'm actually going to need because that will vary. But a general multi or a B complex or something like that is all going to be dosed appropriately if it's a good supplement company. And then some individual vitamins and minerals or nutrients you might have to do yourself. This is why it is helpful to sometimes work with somebody. And I am going to talk in a minute about some general guidelines. Please remember, I'm a nutritionist, but I'm not your nutritionist. I'm not your doctor. I'm not your practitioner. I'm not anything like that. So please make sure that you are talking to a professional, your own personal practitioner before you supplement, because I'm talking about this from an educational standpoint. And yes, it's interesting, and you'll probably be fine and be very successful having a supplement protocol like this. But just to make sure that you're doing what's best for you. You'll want to check with somebody else who is closer to you, knows your medical history, et cetera. Just have to always say that. So let's talk about some supplements that most people do well with. Now that we know supplement companies are entirely unregulated. So you need to do your homework, AKA the show notes below of some good supplement companies, because if you're not getting it from a good company that doesn't have proof of third party testing, you're wasting your money. Number two, The quality of the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients themselves is going to be very important. So are they in forms that your body can even absorb? Or are you getting duped? Maybe they have third-party testing, but all the forms are crap. And that's when the supplement also isn't worth any of your money and you're just basically throwing it down the drain at that point. Number three, are all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients in the appropriate, appropriate dosages and in the right dosages for you. So this is going to take a little bit of trial and error. Obviously we can start very general because most people do have a lot of nutrient gaps they need to fill. And we'll talk about that in a second, but you just want to keep that top of mind. Okay. I'm buying from a good company. I've got proof of third party testing. I trust them. Someone I trust has either recommended them to me or I've gotten my blood work done or I've worked with somebody else and done some testing. And I know exactly what I need to take. So i Of course, supplements can get super, super niche, right? If you're focusing on fertility, there are a lot of things that we can do supplementation wise. If you are going on an IVF journey, you're going to do different things supplementation wise. If you're coming off birth control, you're going to do something different. If you're just looking at maintenance of health, but you're at a certain age, you're going to do something different. Like you can really get niche, very, very niche with these supplements. But let's talk about a general protocol that most people do pretty well with when it comes to bridging the supplement uh, and nutrient gaps number one is a general multivitamin. Most people do not get the nutrients they need from their food and that's not really a fault of your own. Number one, it's honestly pretty hard to get it through your food even if you try really, really hard. Like, I'm a nutritionist. This is my damn job. I love nutrition. I take pride in the way I feed myself and yet, When I do my chronometer, when I get my blood work done, there's always things to work on because it's almost impossible to get everything you need every single day, especially as a woman, we've got certain higher requirements, certain nutrients that we need more of that is almost harder for us to get through food and compound that with a couple things. First is that our soil is dramatically depleted compared to where we were even like 30 years ago. Our topsoil quality and our nutrients in our soil is going way, 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 way down. They did a study, I think, with like iron or copper in spinach or something like that. And they found that it was like 20% of what it was 50 years ago, which is really sad. So even if you are eating a lot of really good quality food, that's great. You're going to get some nutrients from that, but chances are it's depleted further than it used to be. So you're probably going to have to, you're probably gonna have to make up some of those nutrients with supplementation. The other thing is that we've moved as a society so far away from really nutrient dense foods. Now more than ever, people aren't eating meat. They're not eating dairy. They're not eating eggs. They're definitely not eating organ meats or bone broth, anything like that. And we're usually not eating as much fish, especially things like mackerel, sardines, herring, like all that stuff sounds disgusting. When those are some of the most nutrient-rich, nutrient-dense foods you can possibly eat. So something like organ meats—literally eating liver, or heart, or kidney, or spleen—I know it sounds like Ugh, gross. You kind of like you get a little squeamish. Trust me, I've been trying for so long to eat organ meats on their own, and they make me want to vomit every single time. I, I just can't. I can't do it. I love the idea, but when I have liver in my mouth, oof, girl, it ain't pretty. So. I am very deeply envious of you if you are someone that can have organ meats every day or like you actually enjoy them. Oh, I wish we could just trade taste buds because what I would give to be able to eat organ meats, oh my God, they're so good for you. But as a society, we've demonized things like meat and organ meats and eggs and dairy and stuff like that, even though they are really nutrient-dense foods. Yes, vegetables are nutrient-dense as well, but there are certain things like your most absorbable form of iron that you don't get from plant foods that you get from animal foods. It's called heme iron. Your body recognizes it. Your body can absorb it multiple times more and better than you can absorb plant-based iron. So that's one example. Other things like copper and zinc are really abundant in meat and seafood, not as abundant when it comes to plant foods. So we just want to consider that as well. Even if you're eating a lot of veggies, you're eating a lot of whole foods, that's great. But are you still eating the most nutrient-dense foods possible? And if you're not, we're going to have to make that up somewhere. So most people do well with a general multi. This could be something like the thorn two-a-day basic nutrients or athletic greens, for example. Another multi I really love is called the Multi sap from NFH. All of those are great options. Again, I've linked those in the show notes. I've linked the companies and brands that I trust in the show notes so that you can read those and you can check each company out. But those are three that I usually oscillate between or I recommend in my practice. If you are looking for a prenatal because you're wanting to get pregnant in the next three to six months, or you are currently pregnant, or you're newly postpartum and breastfeeding, any anything along that spectrum... Two of my favorite prenatals, number one, We Natal is amazing. Uh, the quality, the purity, and just the formulation. Also, I love the company in general. The girls are amazing who started it is incredible. Very, very high quality. I also love the Thorn prenatal. I've used that in my practice for years, gotten great results with it. And those are two that I really, really trust. And you do not need to take a multi if you're taking a prenatal. Those are gonna like you're gonna cancel out your multi if you're taking a prenatal. It's essentially like a souped up multivitamin. That's basically what a prenatal is. It's getting you ready for pregnancy. So it's going to give you more things like iron and more folate and more B vitamins, for example. So that's number 1, a general multivitamin. With a multivitamin, something to consider, you want to take it with food. And this is something else that we need to remember with supplements is you have to take them at the right time. Usually it's with or without food and it's going to depend on the time during the day. So a multivitamin best taken in the morning with food. So I always say pretty much take your multi after breakfast or after lunch, for example. If you take certain nutrients like zinc on an empty stomach, it's gonna make you feel sick and nauseous. So anything like that we wanna take with food, you also have other nutrients in a general multi that are fat soluble. So vitamins A, D, E, and K, if you're ever taking those, you need to pair those with food and especially with fat. So I had a client one time when she was like obsessed with rice cakes which is ridiculous because I hate rice cakes. I don't know how she did it, but she would just like, it was like a childhood thing. She loves her rice cakes and she would take her vitamin D and eat a rice cake. And I was like, no, you can't do that. You have to put peanut butter on the rice cake or eat something else that has fat in it because vitamin D is fat soluble. So you need to make sure you have a meal that has fat in it. Rice cakes are only carbs. So that's also something to consider. Typically take a multi with a full balanced meal, not just like a single snack or ingredient. The second supplement that most people do well with is a magnesium. We love magnesium. Magnesium, oh girl, you're going to hear me talk about magnesium all the time. If you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about magnesium. It is so good. Any one of my clients will tell you it'll change your damn life. It's so, so, so good. And it's so good because so many of us are deficient in magnesium. So we need it a lot. You want to take a magnesium glycinate before bed. So typically I usually do this like around one to two hours before bed. Or if I forget, I'll just take it when I'm brushing my teeth before bed. But I like the effect, like the calming effect it has. So I try to take it earlier if I can, around like 8 or 9 p.m. And you'll want to take a glycinate or a threonate. Uh glycinate is definitely more accessible three and eight is kind of hard to find So pure encapsulations is my favorite i've linked it below, but that's a great one for you to take Amazing for falling asleep staying asleep waking up feeling rested and having more energy Magnesium is also fantastic for cramps because it's a natural muscle relaxant So if you're someone who has restless leg syndrome or you get a lot of muscle cramps you need more magnesium So, so far we've got our multi, we've got a magnesium. Number three is going to be vitamin D. Most people do need a vitamin D supplement, especially if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, especially if you go through different seasons, or at the very least, if you don't get about 30 minutes of sunlight without sunscreen on every single day. And most people don't get that. So, for vitamin D, since it's fat soluble, that's one of our fat soluble vitamins, you can't just take it and pee out what you don't need, like your B vitamins. You don't want too much vitamin D, but you don't want too little. So this is where getting your blood work done is a really good idea. Working with someone, whether it's a medical doctor, a lot of the time this blood work can be free and you just want to test where your vitamin D is at, supplement accordingly, and then retest every six months or so to make sure that you're staying within range, especially as the seasons change. So multi-magnesium vitamin D. The third thing is a probiotic. So if you're not taking something like Athletic Greens that has a probiotic in it, you're going to want to take a separate probiotic. Something I love about probiotics is that you can take them through food as well. So probiotic-rich foods would be things like sauerkraut, kimchi, kefir, um, yogurt as well to a lesser degree, but still. Natto, any of these things are fermented foods, and they have really high amounts of natural probiotics in them. So try to get about two to three tablespoons per day. I usually just like eat it out of the jar. Because I'm crazy and I love sauerkraut. I'm not a kimchi girl, but I love sauerkraut. I love kefir. It's like a fermented yogurt drink, and it's really good. Like I just take like a shot. I think it's delicious, and that's gonna help to populate your microbiome to keep your digestion and gut health health, health happy. And these are really helpful just to for like maintenance of good health. And when it comes to supplements of probiotics, if you don't like probiotic-rich foods, seed probiotic is honestly the best. It's a symbiotic. It has something called pre and probiotics in it. So prebiotics are what feed the probiotics and that's why they call it a symbiotic because it has both. And to be honest, the research done on seed and the minds behind it is just like unmatched. It is insane. You've probably heard about it. Again, they're a company just like Athletic Greens that puts a lot of money into getting it out to like influencers and stuff. So This is another company that you can actually trust, and they're pretty big, so they're great. I think you get them on like a monthly subscription. With probiotics, you're going to want to take them before bed as well, Uh, ideally on an empty stomach so that they're not competing with things like stomach acid, bile salts, digestive enzymes, all that and when you're sleeping you're in your rest and digest nervous system so this is a great time for your gut that that's doing repair and you're getting a lot of nourishment a lot of healing done overnight so this is why we like to take probiotics right before bed let your body do its thing but take them whenever is like Easiest for you, essentially. You just want to make sure you're consistent with them as much as possible. So, so far, we've got our multi, magnesium, vitamin D, and probiotics. That's a pretty decent stack for you to start out. That's going to cover most of your bases when it comes to supplementation and bridging nutrient gaps. It's a great place to start if you're not dealing with any specific issues. And we can't go into that right now because I have no idea what you're dealing with. But in general, this is going to help bridge these nutrient gaps, these deficiencies that you probably have. And you'll probably notice that you feel a lot more energized. You're sleeping better. You're waking up feeling more rested. You're feeling a bit more even keel throughout the day. You're having better periods, for example, or just better cycles in general. All of these things can help support your cycle, support your hormones. But again, remember, Supplements are a small piece of the puzzle. You cannot just take a supplement and think you're a health queen. You need to eat well, you need to exercise, you need to get uninterrupted sleep. You need to make sure that you're doing these other practices that help support that supplementation and vice versa, or else you're not really gonna get anywhere. A supplement isn't gonna do anything and that's kind of the number one piece that we always want to remember is that they're great in conjunction with other steps but they're a nice and easy way for you to get started at the very least so audit your supplements take a look do you have any cheap crappy brands go on their website do they have proof of third party testing what are the forms that their nutrients are in like start to get a little curious and then compare them maybe with the supplement companies that i've listed below so you can get a sense of what you actually should be looking for and start to just build your education and your awareness around supplementation. Now, if you are wanting a little bit more guidance or you do want someone to tell you, okay, you're in a specific area of your life, whether you're trying to get pregnant, you're actively pregnant, you're postpartum, you're trying to fix heavy, painful periods, work on your fertility, come off birth control, whatever your area is, and you want a practitioner that's going to give you a specific protocol. This is where working one-on-one with someone is going to be important because No one can tell you anything unless they know a lot more about you. Unless we look at your blood work, we look at your labs. I get to know what you're eating every single day. We look at a food and mood journal. Like we do a ton of assessments and research so that we know, okay, what do you exactly need? If that is you and you're identifying with wanting a bit more support, you can always book a free discovery call with me through the link below this episode. I've linked it there in the show notes, just in case you do need a bit more of that support. And you're like, okay, great. I'm going to take these first few steps. I'm going to maybe get started on looking at my Supplements and replace them with the four that you suggested there, but I might need more support. That is what I'm here for. So you can book a discovery call with me at any point. So you've got your four basics that most people do well with. Again, remember, always check with your practitioner. Love you so much because that's not me. And you've got some reasoning as to why you need to actually look at supplements in the first place and why most of them are BS because they're not third party tested. They don't have what they say they have in them. And they're honestly, they're just trying to make money off you. To be totally frank, like that that's it. That's it. We're all trying to make a dollar in the health and wellness industry. And the supplement industry is insane for that. So Do not be a victim. Make sure you do your research. Do not get caught up in all these extra supplements that are like appealing to your specific insecurities because I promise you it's not worth it. Start with these four main foundations if they feel good to you track your food, get your blood work done, take a look at what you need. And especially if you're someone who doesn't eat meat or you don't eat fish or you have certain restrictions around food, then you're going to want to learn about, okay, what supplements will I need to take if I'm not getting it through my food? That's where supplements are really helpful. And I do find that, especially, for example, coming off birth control or when someone's working on their cycle, these supplements have a massive, massive effect. And that's because when we pair them with the nutrition and lifestyle factors like we talk about in other episodes – you're going to get the best results. And those like paired together are just, oh, they're chef's kiss. They're so good. And that's exactly what your body needs. And it's exactly what we need to support detoxification, digestion, et cetera. So now hopefully you know a little bit more about supplements, you're feeling a bit more confident to go into the world, to buy your own supplements, to take a look at different companies, and ideally we're going to think a little bit more critically the next time we see some kind of like supplement trend on TikTok, you're probably going to look at it and be like, "Uh uh-uh, they don't have proof of third-party testing, I'm not going to fall victim to that, they're not going to get me with the hype, I'm not going to click purchase. Thank you so much for listening to The Root and Remedy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if you like our information and find this helpful, then it would mean the world to us if you would leave a five-star rating and review and follow or subscribe to us anywhere you listen to your podcast. It really helps to get the show out to more people. It shows us the most support and it also allows us to get even better guests so we can bring you the best content possible. And of course, if you want to dive more into our membership, you can use the code podcast for 20% off your first month. Okay. We'll see you next Sunday. Thanks for listening.